Good morning, everyone. It's Dr. P, and welcome to the Daily Inspirational Podcast. Well, good morning, and it's so amazing to be back today. It's Sunday, gorgeous day outside, and I was just thinking about my relationship at home. Yep, I've been married for 25 years, and um, I've got a lot to talk about today, (laughs) about being in a relationship and how that works. Now, listen, you do not have to be in a marriage after 30 years to hear this message. You could simply be a high school kid who's dating his high school sweetheart. Makes sense. But nonetheless, relationships are not always that easy. Of course, they start out great, right? Take a look at somebody and we go, oh man, they're cute. I like them. There's that instant chemistry that we feel with somebody. It's it's some of the best times in our lives, especially for you young people now. You're like, what? I don't know what I'm doing. But it feels good. And it should. You know, human interaction is one of the greatest things ever. And the fact that somebody somebody likes you, that somebody finds something about you that, that titillates them, that's pretty exciting. It's nice to be desired and have somebody want you. I mean, that that's part of what humanity is all about. And we call that a relationship. So I want to just share a few things that I've learned over my years about relationships and how important uh, the work is that you put in to help it to, to go, to foster. So as you can imagine, probably one of the first and most important things in your relationship is your communication. Now, come on, man. That's just like a... I don't know. It's a dime word. Who couldn't use that word communication? Everybody knows that you need to communicate in a relationship. The thing is, though, is that each one of us communicates differently. Now, maybe you're one of those people that read the book about, um, you know, love languages and things of that nature. How do we communicate? Some people communicate physically. Some communicate, you know, verbally. There's just so many different ways that that we find a way to communicate. Unfortunately, You put two people together who just really are hot for each other, so to speak, sexually. They just like, whoa, I like this. This is good. And then the lines get blurred of how to communicate. Matter of fact, when we don't communicate, we fight. And then when we get tired of fighting, we have makeup sex. You know what I mean? You're like, okay. Uh, And what's growing? Well, nothing's growing. You're just reacting to the things around you. So... During communication, things that you really need to pay attention to, at least I do, I'm not telling you what to do, I'm just offering up some some thoughts. The first thing is, is communication is done mostly with words, right? So the words that you choose to communicate are going to be huge, and the tone by which you use those words and the attitude that you bring with it, man, that makes all the difference in the world. Have you ever had somebody like apologize to you, and somewhere within their apology, they use this three-letter word. It's called, but. Well, you know, I'm really sorry that you got hurt, but you're a complete butthead. Really? That's not a good way to communicate. How about, I'm sorry that the things that I said made you feel uh, less of a person or that you were being attacked. It wasn't my intention. I'm very sorry because, you know, sometimes I lose my mind and I really just want to be with you and I'm sorry. You know, it's funny because my wife and I just had this problem upstairs. Uh, You know, I'm downstairs in my studio. 
I said to my wife last week, I go, hey, listen, let's take our relationship to the next level. And no, I wasn't talking about what your mind might be spinning on. I simply wanted, I wanted to communicate. I wanted to have a greater sense of connection with each other. And she goes, well, what do you mean? I said, you know, like when we get snippy with each other, let's just not do that. When I want something or you want something, tell me what you want and I'll entertain it. And I want to hold your hand more. You know, I want to send you little messages during the day and I hope you send them back. I want our house to be warm and yummy. And, you know, it's funny because have you ever like just been home and realized that, you know, 730 at night, there seems to be this kind of a dark cloud in your house where everybody just seems moody. You're like, what the hell's that? Everybody's moody with each other. Nobody's like talking and the house is kind of dark. You're like, what the hell's going on? Well, that's what I wanted to get over. I wanted to learn how to communicate. So I said to my wife, she was in the kitchen a little while ago. She's just went to the grocery store. There's a ton of groceries now that she's bringing in. So I realized this, that I love her so much. And one of the ways that I can communicate that is to get off the couch right now, put down my work and go help put those darn groceries away. Bring them down from upstairs. It's very simple, but it is communication. And I bring everything upstairs and she, you know, does what a mom does. She's don't put this away. Don't touch that. I'm like, uh, okay. <laughs> Just wanted to bring them up and take care of things. She goes, okay. So we're hanging out. And um, I go back to my work on the couch and I gave her a little, psst, you know, just that little thing from the other room. Psst. I was hoping that she would look into the living room from the kitchen and that I would just blow her a kiss. You know, just a simple thing, just to warm the house up a little bit. So we're not walking around like a bunch of zombies upset with each other. And what does she say to me? What? That's what she says. What? Sorry that I popped you on the mic there. <laughs> I'm like... I go silent. I don't say anything. And then she comes in and she goes, I have to get ready for this. And I'm doing that. And a bunch of verbal garbage. And I go, okay. I said, I thought we were going to just go to the next level. She's like, what do you mean? <laughs> and it continues, right? Whatever that words that she's chosen, the tone and the attitude that she's used, it's not working for me. And do I want to attack? Oh man, do I want to attack? And just as I'm about to screw up my Sunday, I take a deep breath and I come down to the studio and I go, why not take something that just hurt and turn it into something good? So just before I turn the microphone on, I get a little knock on the door. It's my wife. Door opens up, her cute little face pops through and she says, I'm sorry for being snippy with you. I didn't mean it. And, um... I just wanted to give you a kiss. I'm like, whoa, that's all I wanted to begin with, right? Well, right, that's what I wanted, just a little smooch, and I go about my day, and I actually feel good. Keep the house warm, keep everybody happy, communicating, just, you know, create something that feels good. You know, you got to realize that relationships um, literally fall apart when the communication is gone, but there's a lot of other pieces to this puzzle as well, like, one of the things that I've learned in my relationship, really in all relationships over time, is that I need to make sure that I don't change, try to change that other person because I can't change them anyway. You know, realistically, our ego can get so big to try to protect us and that we're always right that we try to change other people to see things our way. 
And, um, you know, that's, that's not going to work. It never works. I don't care how long you've been on this planet. It's not going to work when you try to change somebody that you're in a relationship with. Matter of fact, when you first saw him or her, I'm sure they were very visually attractive and sexually attractive to you. And it was exciting. You were like, yippee. And you were able to put up with a lot of things that they did and said because you were interested in those other things. If you catch my drift. Right. So. You know, do you remember like being in a, in a relationship maybe now or in the past where it's like uh, you're hanging out watching a movie and you're on your first date and you got a fart? <laughs> Think about it. You got a fart and you know if you fart, you might be a silent one, but it might smell. And if it smells and you're snuggled up under the covers, oh, so for hours you sit there blowing up like a balloon. Then you go, you go back, you excuse yourself, I got to go to the bathroom. Then you go in the bathroom and you're hoping that you don't sound off like a trumpet. <laughs> Come on, man. If you've lived long enough, you know you've done this before. You're like, oh, you're going to just do things that are so different at the beginning of the relationship. But as it goes along, we try to change each other. You know, just stop doing it. It's it's a futile thing. Just accept people for who they are and what they are and realize that at the beginning of your relationship, you're only going to know a very small amount about them. And of course, everything that you need to know about them is shrouded in your desire to have sexual activity with them and to just have them fit a narrative which is failing in your own life and you want somebody to help you feel good. That's true, but don't try to change them. Don't tell them what to wear and how much money they can spend, what time they can come home. What the heck? You're not their parent. You're into it because you want to express yourself and be free and have that person accept you. Okay. Well then you better accept them the same way or you're going to be in trouble in that relationship. Listen, in the relationship, you have to define to yourself, number one, what you want out of this. You know, I always say to you know people in my practice who are complaining about their spouse, they're always arguing. And all we do is argue. I say, well, what did you get married for? Or what are you in this relationship for? Because you want to be the best debater that ever lived? I mean, you went to college to, for a debate so you can get into a relationship and constantly argue your point? You're not changing anyone ever with your argument. So what are you bothering for? How about you just define what it is that you want in this relationship to yourself and then articulate that to the person you're in the relationship with. Set up a level of standards between each other so that you understand that I don't like it when you speak to me in a condescending way when we're out at parties. It makes me feel bad. Oh, and of course, you know what that person's likely to say? One of two things. I'm sorry, I didn't mean that, which is probably unlikely at the beginning of any relationship. I shouldn't say at the beginning, in any relationship. They'll be like, oh, you're too sensitive. Get over yourself. What's the big deal? I wasn't trying to do this. And here comes the argument. And the question is, did you get in this relationship to argue or did you get in this relationship to just enjoy each other just exactly the way we are? So relationships are difficult. Yeah. But you better know what you want out of the relationship and keep your eye on the prize. Keep your eye on the prize. That means every step of the way is not going to be smooth. If you have to drive from Boston to Miami, not every road you're on is going to be as smooth as silk. Some are going to be a little blown out and, you know, filled with uh, with cracks and potholes. You got to navigate those as well. But at the end of the day, if you lost that person in your life and they were gone, just think about that one for a minute. What would life be like if they were gone? All these wonderful things that you've been enjoying, they're gone. It's cruel 
Life can be very, very cruel sometimes, and it can change us, you know, losing a parent or losing somebody in your life. I don't know. Maybe you have a a bad run of finances and you feel like you've just been uprooted. I mean, I don't know, but I know this, that life is cruel. It can beat us down. And as we, as that happens to us, we begin to change emotionally and spiritually. And, you know, so they say, you know, people don't change. Well, they don't voluntarily change, but life can change us. And when it does, it's good to go back to your spouse or your boyfriend, your girlfriend, whoever, and just let them know that I'm struggling and these things are happening to me and I can't seem to find a good perspective. And if I've been angry or or somewhat distant, it's not because of you. It's because of me. I just need some help, and I hope you'll be there and understand where I'm coming from. Well, that was easy. It's called communication. Hello. You certainly don't want things about you changing internally, emotionally, and then not expressing it with your partner. Otherwise, you're going to be two separate people living under one roof. And of course, you know, we call that a roommate. Well, I don't want a roommate. I can get all kinds of roommates. Some that'll pay the bills and shut their mouth and sit in their room and don't bother me. I don't want that. I want an intimate partner, somebody I can have some fun with, somebody I can laugh with, somebody I can cry with, somebody I can build something with, which really comes to something important that you should know that I've learned. You do what you need to do. But listen, this is what I've learned, that when you have a relationship, you and your partner should work together as a team. Try to find instances where you guys are a team because teamwork is everything. Everything gets better when you work together. Did I just say that? Everything's better when you work together. That's kind of cool. Anyway, so you have to want to work together. And in doing so, you guys have a common goal day in and day out. You know, relationships can tend to fall apart when he or she are not you know, involved in each other's quote unquote lives. Maybe he works at HP, a corporation, and maybe she does too at a different corporation. Maybe she's home with the kids. Maybe he's home with the kids. But if there's not a cohesive understanding of where this relationship is going together, then it starts to bifurcate and you wind up going your way and he or she goes the other way. And before you know it, communication becomes lost, trust becomes lost, and in walks jealousy and all other types of poor negative emotions. So jealousy, who man, is that a killer of relationships, right? You know, the thing about jealousy, jealousy is whoever's jealous, that's your problem. Now, I'm not saying that somebody that you're with isn't trying to poke the bear, as we say, and make you jealous or, but nobody can make you jealous. You either are or you aren't. Jealousy is just an insecurity and it's a very powerful emotion. If you feel it day in and day out, you need to dialogue that rather than covertly snooping around your partner constantly for something that fits the jealousy narrative. Jealousy sucks. It's terrible. Absolutely horrible. So listen, If you're one of those people who are very, I'm going to take myself, for instance, when I'm in a social environment, when I'm very comfortable, I like to put my hands on people, not like Joe Biden and creepy type of stuff. I'm not saying that, but I'm a chiropractic doctor, right? I put my hands on people all the time. So I'm very close to people and I have a very kind of a a more kinesthetic connection with people. And if my wife doesn't like that, 
I need to understand that and that be respectful of it. And the next time I go out, I can still be Pete. I don't have to change, but I can just dial it down a hair just to make my wife feel good. But if not, and I'm upset with her, then I could use it as a weapon. So be careful when you have jealousy in yourself that's, you know, building up. Talk about it with your spouse. Make sure that you know, you guys have dialogued the fact that you have an insecurity and right now it feels it's fulfilled in an emotion called jealousy. And then, you know, and it is an insecurity. And if you understand that you're insecure, then you talk about it with your spouse. And I keep calling it your spouse because I'm married, but you don't have to be. You can be your high school or college sweetheart. You just have to talk about it. You know, I do a lot of life coaching and I work with a lot of kids that are in college and this is a big deal for them. Many of them are so darn jealous constantly. It's like, especially with the advent of social media, I saw a picture of you standing next to five girls at a bar last night. What on earth was that? What do you mean? You know, I'm 15 feet away from five girls on the right. And all of a sudden your insecurity kicks in. Now you're jealous and you start a crap storm of things going on that put a wedge between your relationships. Now you start using words and tones and attitudes, which are, you know, weaponizing or weaponized to to put pain and hurt into you. Because if I have to feel this jealousy, then so do you. You're going to feel pain as well. Good luck in seeing that relationship grow. That's that's crazy. Your eye is definitely not on the prize at that point. You're living in a world of insecurity rather than articulating your thoughts. You know, I, I saw you out last night. It made me feel uncomfortable when I saw you out with a bunch of other people that were attractive. I just want to let you know that it scares me. I don't want to lose you because I care for you so much. And I have this insecurity towards jealousy because in my past, I, this has happened to me. And then maybe that person you're with says, oh, Okay, I, I see what you're saying. But no, yeah, I was at that uh, that social engagement, that party last night. Yeah, I was there. I'm not going to lie about it. Of course I was there. And yeah, I did talk to this person and that person. But I'm telling you, m- my love and my connection is with you, not with them. And, you know, of course, your response might be, well, then why would you have your arm around them? It was a party. We were laughing, taking photographs. I'm sorry. I am not interested in having an intimate relationship with someone else. I'm interested in having that intimate relationship with you. And yeah, once in a while, I I enjoy having a little bit of freedom and independence with other people, but it doesn't have a negative connotation to our relationship unless you say it does. You just have to learn how to communicate that. Jealousy will crush your damn relationship. And by the way, if jealousy is left unchecked, it, le- it it lends to cheating. And do I even have to address that? I mean, man, if you cheat, you're in trouble. It's not going to be good. You know, there's obviously something missing in your relationship if you want to cheat, right? If you want to go out and have sex or whatever you want with somebody else. I'm not saying that people just don't want to go out and have sexual intimacy with somebody else. I mean, it's a fantasy type thing that we kind of all go through at some point. Many don't articulate it, but come on, man. Everybody has a sexual fantasy in their brain of some sort. Even if you're not willing to admit it to yourself, too bad. It's in there. I've been doing this so long. It's always there, but you don't act upon it. It's okay to have a little fantasy. And you know what's really fun? Go tell your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your husband, your wife, whatever. Tell them that you have this fantasy of whatever it is. And if they could be part of that, that would be amazing. And before you know it, your sexual relationship went up another notch, which is packed with emotion, which makes the relationship that much more fun. And by the way, if you're going to bring other people into your relationship, if that's your thing, just be careful about having responsibility with your actions because it will affect other people around you. That's all I'm saying.
All right. And here's the last piece, the most important piece about your relationship. Just be honest every chance you can. Because, you know, when they say the truth shall set you free, man, it really does. Just be yourself. Be honest to who you are and be authentic. Authentication is something that is overlooked. Listen, I am me. This is what I think. This is what I feel. This is how I communicate. This is every deep thing about me. I'm going to lay it out there and you can either choose to embrace it or you can move away from it. Listen, do you really want to be with somebody who's not truly being themselves? And do you want to be that person who's not being themselves? You just want to be heard. You want to be felt. You want to be understood. And if you're not, you become jealous and you cheat and you stop communicating. So put it out there. Keep your eye on the prize. Know what you want in this relationship. And by the way, people come and go from our lives. Certain relationships are not meant to last the long distance. Some come in, Some people come into your life just to give you a Uh, a little piece of them, and you gave a little piece of yourself to them. It's this kind of quid pro quo. We kind of work off each other. We don't even realize we're doing it. And at certain times of your life, people who come in are helping shaping you and molding you a little bit to be the better version of yourself and to help you discover yourself a little bit more. And if and when they leave you or you leave them or you separate in your in your lives, it's not that it was a failure and that you learn to despise each other because you're no longer in a relationship. It's just an, an expectation and understanding that relationships Some last forever because they continue to feed each other and some end because they've already run their course. And if you're going to be with somebody for the rest of your life, you better make sure that you do these simple things and recap. You got to learn how to communicate. You got to tell them what you want and you got to listen when they tell you what they want. You got to try to do this without judgment because if you stay authentic to who you are and you're honest, that's all there really is. I don't know why I want this. I don't know why I want that, but I do. It makes me feel incredible. Articulate it. Talk about it. Spend time doing it. Don't try to change each other. Leave that to some other strange entity in life. Just yourself. Look at the person that you're with. Remember how amazing they were when you first met them and try to revisit that in your mind and in your heart daily. Stop trying to change each other. Make sure you define that relationship and what you want, not only to yourself, but define it to your spouse or to your boyfriend, girlfriend, whoever you're with, and spend time working on those things that you want. And at certain times during your day or during your relationships, when things seem like they're off the rails, give yourself a quick dose of reality and say, what do I want? Do I want to argue and fight? No, because that's not what I was signed up for in this relationship. Then why would I even want to do that right now? Walk away. Just walk away and realize that relationships are a little wonky at times. But if you say things and you use words and attitudes and tone that hurt, those can last a while. And that'll offload your relationship and send it crazy. Remember that life is cruel. It'll beat you up and it'll change you emotionally you know, at certain specific times in your life. And when that happens and you're feeling a little different today, try to come to grips with it, get some help if you have to, or go for a walk in nature to just kind of figure it out and make sure you articulate it. Speak about it with your spouse. Tell them that there's some changes going on in you and that you hope that they'll embrace them with you and have patience while you begin to make these changes. Jealousy is just insecurity and it'll significantly decrease when you do the other things that I just said. Don't cheat. 
place. Just look at your spouse. And if you want a sexual relationship with somebody else, then there's a reason. Something's missing in the relationship. Don't cheat. Just realize that this person that you're in the relationship with deserves the respect to speak to them about it. And if it's still not going to work and you want to cheat, or should I say start a relationship with somebody else, I would just give you the thought of the, I would employ you to think of it this way. End your relationship and move beyond it and then act. Don't act while you're in that relationship. Nobody benefits from it, especially if there's children involved. Last but not least, honesty. Maintain honesty every chance you can. Say it like it is and therefore you won't be dealing with this ugly shadow of guilt that follows you around. It'll change your behavior, change your attitude. It'll really screw your life up. Just be honest and let the truth set you free. Maintain your authenticity to who you are and know that who who and what you are is enough. And if your spouse or your boyfriend, your girlfriend cannot handle it, then their insecurities are so strong that it might be time to move on. Okay, there'll always be someone out there who's willing to accept you exactly for who you are, especially if you're strong enough to accept them for who they are. And there you go. And that's what I have for you today. I hope your relationships get better. I hope you foster love and compassion and really get what you want out of life. This is Dr. P. I'm signing off for today and I'll see you tomorrow.